All right. So tonight we're going to talk about Trump and Biden and their tax plans and uh, the differences. And you'll all get a chance to see what we're looking at, depending on who gets into the White House. So the first thing, ordinary income tax rates. Under the current law, the top tax rate is 37%. And that came about through the Tax Cut and Jobs Act a couple of years ago. Trump wants to make that permanent, whereas Biden is looking to restore the top rate to 39.6% if your income is over $400,000. And just as an example, on the lower half of the slide, um, you'll see the current rates under Trump and Biden. Biden wants to keep the rates the same until you get to that $400,000 mark and jump it up from 35 to 39.6. And Trump is talking about making a middle class tax cut by dropping the 22 and or the 24% rate down to 15%. And in addition to ordinary income tax rates, there's capital gains and qualified dividends. Currently, if your income is under 40,000, there's no capital gains rate. Um, then it jumps to 15%. And then there's also a 20% rate. However, because of the 3.8% net investment income tax, which was added to help pay for the Affordable Care Act, there really isn't a 20% capital gain rate. It really is 23.8%. Now, Trump wants to reduce the capital, the capital gains rate from 20 to 15 or he's talking about indexing capital gains for inflation. And basically what that means is um, that would increase one's basis to account for inflation from the time of purchase until the time of sale. So as an example, if you purchase something 20 years ago in the year 2000 for $1,000, you sell it today for 2000, you would pay tax on the gain of $1,000. However, if you index it for inflation, the $1,000 purchased in year 2000 in today's dollars is 1,527. You sell that for $2,000, you're only gonna pay tax on $473. So there's quite a difference there. Biden, he wants to keep the law the same, but if your income exceeds a million dollars, he wants to tax capital gains at ordinary rates of 39.6%. And one other note on the 23.8% top rate currently. If the Supreme Court should happen to overturn the Affordable Care Act, that 3.8% surtax will be eliminated. So it will be 0, 15, or 20% if there's no other change in the law. Now, if we talk a little bit about changes to itemized deductions and various credits, currently with the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, the peace limitations were repealed. What that was, was there was a 3% of itemized deductions were phased out for high income taxpayers. And at the time when the peace limitations were in place, the high income number was only $261,000. So a lot of people had their itemized deductions limited. Trump wants to make the current law permanent doing away with the peace limitations. Biden would like to restore those limitations, again, if income exceeds $400,000.
and he also wants to cap all itemized deductions at 28%. Couple other credits, uh, earned income credit, that's for low to moderate wage income earners. Trump has no changes planned. Biden would like to expand that to um, the elderly, workers 65 and older. And then child care credits. Right now, there's a $3,000 per child credit. And the credit phases out once you start earning over $43,000. Again, Trump wants to make no changes. Biden wants to more than double the credit to $8,000 per child with a much higher phase out. That credit wouldn't be phased out until income is starting to exceed $125,000. So the credit would definitely affect more people. And Biden would also like to create a $5,000 caregiver credit to help family members. So basically, if you're helping your family, your elderly parents, um, taking care of them, there'd be a credit in place. Other itemized deductions, um, housing costs currently, you can deduct interest paid on mortgage debt up to $750,000. And the state and local tax deduction is capped at $10,000. Trump proposes no changes. Uh, Biden would like to create a $15,000 first time homebuyer credit, a renter's credit, and also a credit to renovate distressed properties. Now, Trump has come up with a, a um, clever credit, I believe, um, a travel tax credit. And what that is, because of COVID and the uh, dissipation to the economy, especially as it relates to restaurants and airlines and hotels, he wants to create a credit for domestic travel up to $4,000 if you're single, $8,000 if you're married, plus $500 per child, which would cover your travel, lodging, meals, entertainment, and attendances at business conferences. Biden uh, doesn't have any such plan to, to create that type of credit. Um, in addition to income taxes, there's some proposed changes to payroll taxes by Biden. Currently, Everyone pays 12.4% tax on their wages for Social Security, which is shared equally between the employer and the employee of 6.2%. But there's a cap of $137,700. No change proposed by Trump. Biden will retain the cap, but he also wants to apply that same 12.4% tax when income is over $400,000. So in effect, they, they call this a donut hole. So wages up to 137.7 are taxed at 12.4%. Then there's a gap, there's no social security tax until you hit 400,000. If your wages exceed 400,000, the excess wages again get taxed at 12.4%. But there is a caution with that because the wage cap increases every year. For instance, 2019, the cap was 132,900, and in 2020, it's 137,7. So there was about a $5,000 bump in that wage gap. So that donut hole will shrink each year, and more will be subject to the higher Social Security tax. 
Now, before we move on to the corporate and business taxes, one thing I wanted to uh, inform you of was if someone is in the highest individual tax rate under Biden's plan of 39.6, and if you take into account all his other tax plans, um, which would include the payroll tax of over 12 point of over 400,000 to 12.4% and the piece limitations and the itemized deductions that are going to be capped at 28%, there's going to be three states that have a top rate of over 60%. California is 62.6% and New York State would be at 58.16%. And if you're in New York City, your combined tax would be 62.03%. If everybody, if everybody could put yourself on mute, all right. So now, if we take a look at the business taxes and the corporate taxes, currently there's a flat 21% tax rate. Trump actually favors a 20% rate, but he's talking about no change. Uh, Biden would like to raise that tax rate to 28%. Currently, there's no minimum tax, but Biden would like to create a 15% minimum tax if there's over $100 million in book profit. So that's a different concept, but the idea there is there's a lot of big businesses that have profits on their books, but because of heavy depreciation um, write-offs, they're not paying any taxes. Yeah, wow. Um, also, foreign taxes, tax on foreign affiliates. Yeah. Biden wants to double the current rate to 21%. Um, wow, the Section great. 199A or the QBI, uh, Qualified Business Income Deduction, that partners and S-Corp shareholders have been able to take advantage of since the latest Tax Act change. Um, Trump wants to keep that the same. And Biden wants to phase it out if you make over $400,000. Uh -huh. And bonus depreciation. Um, Trump is considering to extend the life of that. It's supposed to expire after 2026. Uh, he would like to extend it. And he is also talking about letting it um, include structures, buildings. So you could write off real property, not just personal property in a much quicker time frame. And Joe Biden has no proposal on the depreciation changes. If we take a look at a, a state and gift tax, uh, currently there's a 40% rate with a large $11.5 million exclusion and a step up in basis on the assets you inherit. Joe Biden wants to return to the 2009 levels, which would be a 45% rate and an exclusion of just 3.5 million. And he would also like to repeal the step up in basis, which means the heirs will pay tax on higher gains because the cost basis will be um, the value of the deceased taxpayer when they purchase it, not at the date of death date. About your surgery and about <laughs> well and about the, where it was and how it was. And, uh, Complications, no complications. Uh huh. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're getting close to wrapping this up. Just a few um, miscellaneous proposals from Trump. He's basically looking to uh, create tax credits if, if manufacturers can bring jobs back to the US, especially if they come back from China. And he also wants to uh, increase expense options for pharmaceuticals and robotic companies, again, if they bring the manufacturing back to the US. And he wants to try to increase investment in economically distressed areas. He's also talking about restoring the meals and entertainment deduction, which for the longest time was 50% deductible, but has been non-deductible since the Tax Cut and Jobs Act went into place a couple of years ago. And most of the uh, provisions in that act he'd like to make permanent as they're set to expire at the end of 2025. Uh, Joe Biden, he has a few other policies that he's talking about. He would like to expand the Affordable Care Act's premium tax credit. He is talking about increasing the state and local tax or the SALT cap, which is currently at $10,000, but that would benefit higher earners and it would not raise revenue. So there's uh, some doubt as to whether or not that would happen. Uh, he also is looking to bring back tax credits for electric vehicles and energy efficient improvements and solar credits. And uh, an interesting concept he has is this last one. He wants to convert the deductibility of retirement contributions into a matching refundable tax credit. And um, that one is something totally different from what we're used to. Right now, um, if you contribute to a 401k or an IRA, a simple plan, you get a, a current tax deduction at, at your tax rate. And he's looking to change this. And the reason being is because tax rates go up as your income increases you actually are you're in, you're getting a higher tax benefit as you earn more money so if you contribute a thousand dollars and you're in the current high rate of 37 percent you have a 370 dollar tax benefit if you're in a low 10 percent rate it's only a hundred dollar tax benefit for that same contribution so he wants to try to make it a, a little fairer for the rich and the poor. So um, for every dollar that you contribute, he wants to give a 26% refundable credit. And basically the way it would work is if you put a thousand dollar contribution into your 401k or an IRA, the government is going to give you $260 as a credit. Now they say they would deposit that into the taxpayer's retirement account in addition to any employer match, but administratively they admit that may be too difficult to do and the credit may actually be used on your tax return to lower your tax due or increase your refund. So it's a totally new concept. It'll be interesting to see what happens if he is elected. Um, 
current retirement limits would not change and Roth IRAs would, would be unaffected with this plan. And another thing with this is right now, there's a lot of things that are um, based on your adjusted gross income. And currently when you put money into a retirement plan, it's reducing that adjusted gross income. And this new plan would not have a current deduction. So your income would be higher and therefore you might have some other adverse tax effects. So in conclusion, um, both President Trump and Joe Biden have been very vague and they have not given many details in their tax plans. So at the time that this presentation was put together, this is what was out there. Um, basically, President Trump wants to preserve and uh, make permanent some of the changes that were in the Tax Cut and Jobs Act. And for the most part, Vice President Biden wants to tax those who are making more than $400,000 and he wants to tax corporations. And he's hoping that that will help level the playing field of the rich and the poor, if you will. But it's important to note that not only does the election of the president um, make a big impact on this, but also the members of Congress who are going to be elected, because that's really who dictate the tax policies. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So with that, I thank you for coming and listening. And if you have any questions, we'd be happy to take them. Yeah, so let's open it up. And if anybody's got any questions for me or Dave, just unmute yourself um, and uh, ask away. David, do you foresee that they're going to, uh, that each candidate's going to bring out uh, more information about their tax plans? I, I doubt before it. The, before the election? Sorry. Yeah, I doubt it based on what I've seen in the past. Um, they usually are quite vague. They don't want to get tied down in the nitty gritty. So I don't think we're gonna see much more, especially since we're so close to the election. Any other questions? Yeah, that's a good question. Most candidates aren't gonna paint themselves in a corner uh, this close to an election, unfortunately. What else, any other questions? Anything you wanna us on the, on the line here? So again, keep your eyes and ears open in the future. We'll be doing quite a few of these over the, over the course, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future anyway. Uh, again, we're pretty excited about the addition to Dave as, a, as an affiliate. Uh, I'm sure some of you will get to know him uh, and, and hopefully uh, get to know him professionally going forward. We're always here, Dave's always here, his contact information's on the screen now. Uh, you'll be getting 
Uh, we'll be linking his website to our website. Uh, so you'll be able to get a hold of him that way as well. So any other questions at all? Anything out there? Jeff, will we be able to um, get the presentation? Yeah. Present to us? Yes. Well, I have, um, let me uh, let me go out here to the chat. Go out here to the chat box and see if there's any. If I can find the chat box. There we go. Uh, Mr. Frost has a question. Any Green New Deal tax credits? Uh, Joe Biden is talking about more energy efficient credits and green credits. I don't have the details of them. They are, again, somewhat vague. But if Biden gets in, he does want to have environmental friendly tax credits. Trump doesn't mention them. Good question, Mr. Frost. Um, we'll have Allison email the presentation out to everybody who was on here. Uh, so you'll get a copy of everything. I'll give one last opportunity. Any questions for anyone at all? Anybody? Steve, I'm not, I don't understand your question, Steve. Are you asking if there's anything special clients need to do after the election? Uh, I would think, I'll let Dave answer that, but I'm gonna guess that's gonna be on a case by case. Yeah. Um, kind of too soon to tell right now, but it really would be a, a personalized question depending on everybody's individual situation, whether or not there'd be anything different that you would have to do. Um, there may, may be some tax planning issues that come up, uh, especially if Joe Biden wins the election, because that'll mean there's probably a good chance of a change in the current tax policy. So in order to take advantage of current tax laws. There might be things that people want to do in the next you know, two months or six weeks, whatever we have, we'll find out who wins the election. But it's really a personalized question. It's a case-by-case -case issue. So nothing will go into effect until, uh, if Biden is elected, nothing goes into effect until January 1st? Yes, but I say that cautiously because Congress has passed tax laws in the past where the law was passed in December and it was made retroactive to January 1. So, but it would be 2021 when Biden is you know, actually elected and put in office. So 2021 might be the year of change. So 2020 could possibly be the last year to take advantage of some things and get current I do have a, uh, a question for clarification. The 400000 that Biden is talking about, is that household income or individual? 
pretty vague, but everything I've seen is individual. Okay. So if you have a combined household of 400,000, from what you've seen, maybe you're okay. But if you're definitely an individual, yes. is it good advice if you're an individual who earns 400,000 or more, and if Biden gets elected to contact your CPA immediately and see? Yes, if you're over the $400,000 in income and Biden gets elected, you should see what you can do to lower your tax burden because it looks like you're going to be hit with some new heavy taxes. Especially, especially if you live in New York or Yes, New York, California, um, Illinois, is that the uh, Jersey? Uh, Jersey is a big one too. Hawaii, yeah, Jersey is 60%, California 63%, New York City 62%. So yes, if you make over 400,000 and you have capital gains and itemized deductions that are being phased out, you're looking at a very high combined tax. Rate. So this might be the year to take to take profits possibly. Yeah, right. Okay. Any other questions out there? Those are good ones so far. I give a lot of I give a lot of these talks on a lot of different topics. And I always say this is the part uh, where the learning happens. You know, the presentations are great. The information in the presentations that we give are great. However, it's the questions, the real life, everyday questions. That's when the learning really happens. So there's a really good chance if you've got a question, two or three other people have the same question and are scared to raise their hands. Uh, so if you've got a question, by all means, type it in if you don't want to say it out loud and we'll get an answer. Or email us directly afterwards too. Yeah. All right, well then um, with that, I will thank everybody again and uh, have a good evening and look forward to, uh, to seeing you guys in the future, hopefully face-to-face -face next time. And uh, everybody stay safe. Thank you.